some would say, why? Why, Blair, would you switch to decaf? And to that, I would respond, I have anxiety. And... <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Happy New Year. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten, and we are Mediocre Content. Mediocre Content. (laughs) New Year, same crappy intro. (laughs) That's right. That's right. As it should be. And you know how, like, a few episodes ago, we said we were going to absolutely, like, do a lot of filming, uh, not filming, but recording over december and um it is currently new year's day our episode is supposed to come out in two days and we are (laughs) recording it (laughs) right now (laughs) oh we're doing great on this whole like once a week thing um i mean obviously we're gonna be i think we're gonna be fine um we're recording another episode today but like it's starting off i'm i know um we're gonna but we're gonna do it it's gonna be fine It'll be fine. We're just overachievers, yeah. you know? We're like, you know what? We're That's just going right. to bang them out at the same time, right right now, Correct. immediately before they're <laughs> appreciate exactly. for ourselves exactly. and our skills. Why would we want to get ahead? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why would we want to be proactive? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, we're not doing that. Oh, um, so, yes. Did you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday? I did. We traveled a lot, but that's okay. We're we're back back home and doing really well. And during that time, I also started a new skincare routine, so I'm feeling fresh and fabulous. Oh, yes. we love that. I do. So, but um, we love that. What about you? Um, we yeah, we had a lovely time. Um, we showed our family members around where we're living. Just Cute. super fun and you know, we went to the aquarium, we saw some otters. That's always a positive thing. So yes. we're doing, you know, we're getting through, getting through it, starting the new year off, right? Chris and I both went through, like we spent all day yesterday on New Year's Eve. This is how much party animals we are. <laughs> we, <laughs> we literally went, we just went through our closets and like cleaned out our closets. <laughs> that's, refreshing. that's, that was our New Year's Eve that's party, you guys start off nice and fresh and clean for the new year that's amazing that's right yeah so that was fun we did not do that (laughs) yeah i i went to a friend's house and had too much wine and then had to work at midnight so (laughs) (laughs) to be fair (laughs) we also had some drinks but so it was like it was like drunk cleaning out your closet it's like oh, drunk Marie Kondo. There that's you go. amazing. They should make that a show. That would be. I a hit. think so. It's like drunk history, but <laughs> yeah, but better. Yeah, but better. But except your house is slightly more organized. You could put it on HGTV. That could be an HGTV show. You 100 percent could. I would watch it. Are you eating right now? <laughs> I'm eating. I'm eating a cutie. Okay. <laughs> Hungry. We're busy. Yeah. I haven't um, eaten anything. I just had decaf coffee which is just sad. I've had two cups mm. of coffee, so I'm starting to feel it now. We're ready to go. That's good. I'm glad. Because <laughs> we had a lot to get through. Here we go. We do. Um, disclaimer time. Yes. Um, so, as you guys know from the previous episode, we are not experts. We don't claim to be experts. And a lot of this, especially in this episode, is coming from our experience. So, 
if you have a different experience or would like to share things with us, we now have an Instagram. So follow us on the Instagram. <laughs> and then we also have Twitter and all that stuff that you can reach out to us. We'll we'll list it down at the end of the episode. So yeah, we usually we do a good job, I think, about listing that or at least mentioning that stuff at the end. So yes. yeah, so it should be good. Um. I'm going to get us in some good news if you're going to continue to eat your cutie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to continue to eat my cutie. Okay, cool. Here we go. So, good news segment. Um, our first bit of good news is about a lovely 90-year-old graduate. Um, 71 years after her first class, Miss Joyce Defoe. Excuse me if I pronounce that wrong. For those who can't see what I'm seeing, her last name is spelled D-E-F-A-U-W very interesting um she is considered a super senior <laughs> based on this article Ooh. because as a currently 90 year old woman she has now graduated from northern illinois university uh earning her bachelor's degree in general studies and this is again more than 70 years after she first enrolled in classes there um wow. it's just so sweet i mean the story goes on to say that you know obviously she dropped out um because she went back um to finish yeah. it out but she did drop out after three years uh to get married and start her family and according to the article she just never stopped thinking about her college days and wanting to get back at it so she did get a computer so she could start online classes in august of 2019 and nice. through the last few years has just now finished that up so that's like amazing and super sweet um for good news this week oh i yeah. love that I know. good for her also i feel like bad that part of me is just like well i bet it's way more expensive for her to <laughs> school now than it was you know 70 years ago but yeah. that's none of my business i don't know <laughs> you know what good for her for taking that on right <laughs> yeah i mean i guess like she's 90 years old yeah i don't know there's got to be some kind of I wonder I don't know for sure but I, there's got to be some kind of grant or something like an age grant I would hope so I would hope I so know. too that's a big undertaking for 90 that's what I'm saying yeah. it's like funeral school no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it was a little Joyce. dark Joyce if you're listening she doesn't mean that you she were doesn't know no you're I'm sure you're wonderful and gonna live much much longer yes thriving <laughs> oh my goodness moving on <laughs> eat your cutie i'm going on to the next good news i know sorry next good news um scientists have now announced a major breakthrough in nuclear fusion um so this i obviously i did this good news in advance so it's probably been a couple of weeks now um since this came out. However, the US government scientists at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratories National Ignition Facility, which is a mouthful, by the way, um, have for the first time created a nuclear fusion reaction that produced more energy than it consumed, which is a great big deal. Yes, I remember seeing something about this. Yes, absolutely. So this fusion ignition is one of the most impressive scientific, scientific feats of the 21st century. Um, said one of their uh, secretaries. Um, and the ignition allows them to replicate for the first time certain conditions that are found to only have happened on like the stars and the sun. 
and it basically just moves them forward to having zero carbon fusion energy to power society, which is another clean energy movement um, and just kind of breaks through that original because I'm assuming they either had negative energy where they like do the nuclear fusion, but it costs more than what it produces. They probably had a break even point and now finally it's producing more than it's using, which is just really great news on the clean energy yeah um, front so i'd say that's pretty good cool yeah so moving into our final bit of good news um this is kind of a person i chose this one because it's um a virginia lady she's from richmond oh, virginia cool <laughs> so selfishly i was like uh heck yes we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna talk do about this. this yeah um being bo- both virginia natives i feel it was appropriate i think so So there is a lovely lady um, called Joy B. Moore. Some people may already know who this person is because they are rather famous for their pie. So Miss Moore has a family recipe for sweet potato pie. Um, She's made it for friends and family for years. It's been given to her from great, great, great grandmothers down the line. And basically, um, she decided she was going to take this thing that everybody loves that they make and turn it into a business for herself. And literally, it has been a lifesaver for her. Um, She lost her job in 2019, and then she decided to go ahead and launch Joy Bell's Sweet Potato Pies in their hometown of Richmond, Virginia. And um, the great thing about this outside of her individual success with the pies is during, obviously, COVID, um, Joy Bell's partnered with the grocery store chain Food Lion through its supplier diversity initiative um, and helped put, uh, I believe, um, uh, like tons of assistance putting food on the table for people. And um, today her pies can be found in Food Lion and Sam's Club and you name it, they're there. So... Wow. On an individual basis, she's really successful, but also sounds like she does a lot of work with helping other people, you know, nice stock food on their tables, which is kind of difficult for people these days. Money's tight. So all good news all around. Wow. Short all good and things. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like rolled it. through that. I feel like we have a lot to talk about for this podcast. Yeah. So I wanted to well, be quick. And we have a tendency to go over like an hour i think so we're trying to like get it down so that you guys aren't like oh these guys are going on for so long (laughs) because it's for us but we assume you guys still listen so (laughs) yeah so we're just you know i've gotten some feedback over the holiday and um i think we're gonna try and keep it to an hour or a little bit less than that so that's the plan we'll see so um but you're taking us into a deep dive today yes yes yeah so we're talking first half we're gonna talk about um women's education specifically the school that we went to sweetbriar college in amherst virginia not sponsored yeah not sponsored (laughs) a whole college (laughs) um so we we both attended um an all-women's institution and we're going to talk about that how it affected us and then the and then in the second half we're going to talk about the history of women's colleges and you know, what got us to this point today. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, you guys know, um, some of you may know that um, Kirsten and I both attended Sweetbriar College. That's where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
we both had very different experiences, I think. <laughs> um, that's safe to say. Yeah. Um, and so Kirsten, why don't why don't you start? We'll we'll just give us the background on like how you found Sweetbriar and what does what made you decide to go? Okay. Well, uh, I will preface this with saying I was a dummy and <laughs> she not... was just wait just wait <laughs> I, I did not do my research very well well it honestly it started because as we've discussed already um school is very expensive college universities you name it it's really expensive to go to school and so at the time my mom worked for the university of richmond and of course if you work for certain colleges you can sometimes get assistance if they have like sister schools or whatever the case may be so mm-hmm. um I was looking through the list of sister schools and Sweetbriar came up and I was like, oh, okay, I'll just put all my eggs in one basket, like a beautiful dum-dum. And um, I got accepted and then I went on the tour. Ah, okay. (laughs) So I got accepted and I was like, oh, that's great. So I'll just go on a tour. So my mom and I went on the tour and we're walking around. I don't even remember what our guide's name was, but she was really nice. And we're walking around and I was like, my gosh there's like so many women at this school and my mom was like it's an all-girls school oh no <laughs> which no offense and that's when kirsten realized she had made a grave mistake <laughs> i mean you have to say that you're fine but you're really not fine oh, no. <laughs> I just kind of didn't really realize what I was getting myself into, which is just dumb on my part. I, I, it's not that I wasn't interested. I just, I just applied to whatever school made the most sense financially. You, you were what, like 17 or 18 at the time. You can't be blamed for that. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, I mean, if the pink packaging on the marketing (laughs) didn't tip you off, I don't know. You were like, this is pretty. I like this. School was literally named Sweetbriar College. Right, right. Like, no offense yeah. to myself, but she wasn't that smart. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I I got accepted, so I just went on, went with it and whatever. And so suddenly I was now at an all-women's institution. <laughs> I would just like to say when Kirsten and I were having a conversation in college and Ooh. I vividly remember I think we were sitting in your dorm room or something and Mm. you were like I just it's so there's so much drama here (laughs) and I just don't and I'm like so and she's like I just don't like that there's like a ton of women here and I think it just makes things more dramatic and I'm like well why did you come here it's at all and she's like I didn't know okay I didn't know and I'm just like oh okay (laughs) look uh, in my defense I have no defense because I should have just done my research I did not have to just apply to one anyway but I did it's okay yeah it's all right um we all make mistakes everything's fine it worked out we have this now I was going to say if we hadn't if I hadn't we wouldn't have met and we probably wouldn't be here now so that's right there is that but um in terms of overall experience I mean I, I women are okay it, it's not that I dislike other women obviously we do a podcast together obviously yeah um and we've had really great relationships with people and we did make a lot of good friends I would say I mean shout out I don't even know if she listens but Nadira was yeah you know a great takeaway from that we're friends uh 
you know, because of Sweetbriar. Yeah. And her life is amazing and beautiful. And I love watching her on Facebook and, you know, being able to see her successes. You have tons of friends from swim team and things. So, I like, do. there's definitely, like, good things that came out of it. Um, however, what I would say is if I were to have gone back and done it again, I probably would not have chosen an all-women's college. Fair. Fair. Is what I would say because and I did go to one that wasn't like because of the we'll get into it I'm sure yeah well so have, tell but... us a little bit about the drama like or I guess not drama but just like things that you felt it was not for you like reasons why it was not for you I felt like I this is gonna sound terrible controversial topic incoming right mm. so I feel bad but. I am not one of those people that just goes on and does women marches. I'm not like a super feministic type of person. I want everyone to have equality and I value being equal across the board. I think it's really important mm -hmm. to be conscious of those things and be conscious of systematic things and what you can do to positively influence issues going on. However, I'm not putting my neck out every day just for the sake of being a woman. You know what I mean? I yeah and I, I understand that I feel <clears throat> that in that environment there are tons of beautiful ladies who do that there's tons mm -hmm. of super powerfully like motivated women that we encountered that are really passionate and it's great to see their passion and it's great to have that mentality I was not one and I felt like I was getting wrapped up into all of these like pro women down with men kind of mentalities from some sure. people and I'm not that. I, yeah. I want equality. I don't want down with men. I don't want down with anything. I just want all of us to coexist equally and have a beautiful life together with the one life shot that we get. So yeah, that's kind and of I, where I'm at. I think they're definitely, I mean, I think that's, if you ask anyone nowadays, that's like pretty much the definition of feminism, right? right. So I think whatever that culture though can definitely be, yeah. um, more ingrained in mm. an all women environment, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, I don't think anyone goes to an college and correct me if I'm wrong, if y'all are out here. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone goes to an all women's college because they hate men. I don't think I that not. that's the motivation <laughs> behind that. I think there's a lot of um, people who go because like, especially for me and we can, I'll let you finish and we can talk about it. But like, you know, quality of education mm -hmm. was a big factor for me. I was not one of those people who wanted to go to a large school. I wanted people, you know, who I, I wanted a community of people who knew who I was. I didn't want to be in a lecture hall with 200 other people who that I don't sense. know, you know? Yeah. And sweep so able to give that to me. Um, yeah. But anyway, I'll let you finish. Continue. No, no, that's, I, I agree with you completely. I, when I was in high school, I was going through the IB program, which is for short term for international baccalaureate. And so a lot yeah. of our classes were usually on the smaller side. And so you do get that. And I think we got really good indiv individualized attention for a lot of things because we were going through a rather rigorous program. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I also agree. I didn't, I was not going to go to like VCU. Uh, it was the close VCU was the closest school to me. My aunt went there. It's a great school. I know tons of people that went there and yeah. were extremely successful. However, it was too large. It mm -hmm. was downtown, which I didn't really want to be in. And yeah. um, 
I also feel that it was much more important to have more of an individualized take on something that was so expensive to do. And I was like, well, then it needs to be worth my time and I need to be able to try and be successful in it. Um, and I didn't want to just be a number. So yeah. I totally yeah. understand that. So I'll just, what do you have anything else or do you want me to go now? I think it's your turn. <laughs> okay. It's my turn. It's definitely your turn. <clears throat> okay. So I, let's see. I actually did a bunch of different colleges, like at the time they were advising everyone to do, you know, you have your reach school and your safety schools and like all that stuff. So, and I, with my safety schools, I kind of divided, I did one school in Virginia that was like bigger and I knew that I could get in. And I did like another like medium sized, like smaller school that was co-ed. All of these were co-ed. Sweetbriar was the only one that I applied to that had, was an all women's institution and so i went on tours of all these places and um my brother will tell you that it was the worst for him because he had to just like do nothing the entire weekend and just like hang out in the back of the car and he, he it was not a fun time for him Jeez. um but we went and we you know we did all the things and um i immediately i stepped foot on the campus of the bigger school and i was like absolutely not i can't handle this this is too much and then um, another school, Randolph-Macon actually, which mm -hmm. um, is, it's a really nice, it's a smaller school, really nice. I really liked it there. I would have been able to swim there because at the time swimming was a big part of my life and I wanted to keep that going into college. Um, and I wasn't gonna get like a D1 scholarship by any means. I was not that talented. Um, so, Randolph-Macon was really good. And then Sweetbriar also, I met the coach and, um, you know, you go to all the like weekend touring events, yeah, you know, like yeah. how they get you to, yeah. and so, <laughs> it's true. so I, you know, and at the end of the day, I don't think I chose Sweetbriar because I really liked the swim coach. I really loved, it wasn't going to be a number. I felt like they really cared about was as a, as a student. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because of like the, the all women's aspect, like that was, it made me like when I was on campus, I felt safe there, you know, like I felt, um, uh oh, the internet connection is unstable. Here we go. Um, <laughs> just like me, <laughs> completely. <laughs> um, but Sweetbriar just made me feel like I wasn't just a number and also that, you know, I could have a really positive four years here, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think I also had a really, which is weird. I also had a really hard time, like in high school with the females that I was friends with. And yeah. so going into an all girls school, I didn't really like, it wasn't my first pick. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it wasn't something, it kind of just snuck up on me and was like, this is the vibes <laughs> are right here. The vibes are right. You know, like when you're buying a home or like when you're, yeah. you know, buying a car or something like that you're just like the vibes are right i like it here we're gonna do this and so that's what i did makes perfect sense yeah that's good um <clears throat> so and so we both did three years yes. at sweetbriar and in march was it march it was march of our um, of our junior year yeah i think so it was, it was march like of our junior match. year something like that 
So we're almost seniors. We're almost like we can see the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Everything is fine. You know, we're doing all the like fun traditions that you get to do when you're a junior. Mm -hmm. um, and they pull the they have they send us an email mm -hmm. saying, hey, like everybody needs to come at this time. Yeah. And just everybody needs to be here everyone on campus and like this school i think it was like 800 at the time um, 800 to a thousand students yeah maybe a, total yeah, it sounds right yeah yeah um so it was smaller than my high school which was the case for a lot of people but um so we're all like in the auditorium like what what's going on why is the dean here are all the teachers here and they don't look very pleased to be here like what's going on everyone was crying before we had arrived i would well just also like to say no no so yes there was <laughs> well i got there before yeah. and then all of a sudden i think this girl um sitting a few rows back um she was like hey um i see that there's like a press release that the school is closing and I'm like, what do you mean the school is closing? <laughs> yes. And then immediately everyone starts sobbing. So right. And tears. then, right. And then, so, um, so then the Dean like gets up on, on the podium and says, so I have some news for you guys. And I don't, I forget, like I blacked this out. Like I, it was, <laughs> I there was so either. much emotion happening. <laughs> like. And he's like, we have to close the school. And then immediately everyone just like gets up to walk out. And then the choir teacher who was a huge, like a huge yeah. influence on campus, like everybody knew her. She was super great. She gets up on the stage. She's like, y'all sit your ass down <laughs> and you listen to what he has to tell you. It's true. It's and true. so we all abide by Marsha's rules and we sit <laughs> down. Out to <laughs> Shout out Um. So we sit back down and he says, okay, so the school is closing in May. Um, here are your options. Mm -hmm. And so there had been some schools that reached out and they had, I think there was three at the time mm -hmm. that they had prearranged agreements with so that the, the, the students that still needed to continue mm -hmm. their education the next year could go to those schools and it would be exactly like the curriculum would be similar the tr the price would be similar there was like agreements right. that it would make the transition as easy as possible right correct lies anyway <laughs> but um it was not easy so and as this news broke so okay so i'm walking back from the auditorium and i like call my parents and i'm like mm -hmm the school is closing and they're like what are you talking about and i'm like the school is i'm like sobbing the school is closing dad the school is closing and um so i like get myself together i just go and then i think the swim team was like okay we're just all gonna have a meeting in the we're just all gonna go to the pool we're going right. to the pool because that's Safe where space. we go that's right we go to the pool so we're in the pool area and we're all just like this is and we're all like sobbing we're all just like a hysterical mess like we mm -hmm. i can't believe what's happening to me right now mm -hmm. and so then we just like fully clothed we all just like get into the pool <laughs> and we're just like this is what it is now i didn't know we don't that give, part <laughs> we don't give a f <laughs> i'm gonna bleep that out later but like we, we were so we just like got in the pool yeah. um 
And we're just like, this is so stupid and I don't know what to do and this is awful. And then I don't remember anything else after that. It's a normal um, experience, I guess. Yeah. I I don't know. I remember like a few days later um, eating pizza in, like there was a lot of debriefing. Then in mm-hmm. all the classes after that, there was a lot of debriefing and talking about like what's going on. And like as juniors, we kind of got screwed because mm-hmm. we couldn't finish our senior year. And like it's really hard to transfer somewhere in your junior year. And it was like a whole thing. And yeah. Anyway, um, we're going to pause right there. And then. Kirsten, you tell us how you feel on that, or like, was that the same experience you had? Because it was rough. Um, I feel like I don't remember a whole lot other than the actual auditorium meeting. I don't even, if, if Nadira listens to this, I don't remember crying, to be honest. In fact, mm. um, this is going to sound really harsh. Uh, I felt more inconvenienced than anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that came later for me, but yeah, (laughs) it was more like, great. Now I have all this to think about and all of this to worry about. Meanwhile, every class I go to is like, again, not meant to be offensive. I know that this was very personal for a lot of people. It was just a rant. I was not attached like everybody else was. And maybe that's crass of me to say, but I just, I was there for an education. Okay. I was on a very personal logical note yeah my education just got ripped out from underneath me and i didn't know what to do it was more an inconvenience but i hated the fact that every class i went to was more about the closing than it was about what you're actually supposed to what i'm supposed to be learning because like at the end of the day like we still like this was in march so we still had the rest of the semester to figure our own lives out as well as continue whatever we had to try and push forward to wherever we ended up right exactly yep so um I mean, again, on a very personal, logical note, um, the I think it was Randolph College that I originally went to go like scope out first because it was mm-hmm. in the area. Number one and number two, they carried over my tuition assistance yeah. program, which was like also really great. But yeah. fun fact, Randolph College uh, was an all women's college that back went in the day co-ed. Uh, yeah. Over the last yeah. years. And um so they were just experiencing what Sweetbriar didn't do or couldn't do for their various reasons that we were in this pickle in the first place right um so from that perspective I was like okay well I have a plan I transferred and uh then they were like oh just kidding we're we're staying open and you should stay. well yeah so then like I had decided that I was going <laughs> Because by the end of the semester, I think everyone had kind of been mm-hmm. sorted, right? Correct. Like into yeah. into a new school. And I had told Chatham University in Pittsburgh that mm-hmm. I'm coming. And which was also previously which was, all girls. It, the year that I got mm-hmm. there, which was 2016 or 2015 <laughs> to 2016, yeah. that was their first year of having boys. Right. But other up until that point, they were a female Isn't that so funny? That's yeah. so funny to me. Yeah, I think, anyway. well, I mean, financially, it makes more sense, right? You have twice yes. the amount of people who can come. And then sports open up and it's like a whole thing. Um, and we all know that male sports get more funding than female <laughs> sports. But that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, by May, everyone had figured out what they're doing with their life for the most part. And then, meanwhile, like over spring my dad like drove me to some other colleges just to like see what they were and mm-hmm. you know so that I could finish out like what was happening um 
finish out and like pick a place that was good, you know? And anyway, um, over the summer, Sweetbriar called us all up. Not really, literally, but they <laughs> yeah. like, they told, they were like, surprise, we have funding to go through for the fall semester and y'all want to come back. And I'm just, and so my brain immediately, emotionally, my brain was like, yes, mm -hmm. because right. I'll have my swim team back. I'll be able to do all the senior things that I had planned that I wanted to do. Yeah. But in this previous, like last quote unquote, last semester, yeah, we had all have been like well we're just gonna you know live up live it up and we're just gonna they they spent like money on like all the clubs were trying to get rid of their money mm -hmm. so there was a lot of really fun events going on like there was there was a lot happening yeah exactly so we were all just kind of like i i had made i had had closure and like made my peace with the fact that i wasn't returning to sweetbriar yeah. um but then i was like well who of my friends are all coming back like what is swim team gonna be like like what's going on and then um some of i think a majority of the swim team i think went back mm, but i stayed um or and i but i stayed with chatham because i had already told them and then my parents were also kind of like you know we don't this is a sketchy financial situation Absolutely. and we don't really want to <laughs> do that that was um, my as well and yeah so i you know it and then i got to experience pittsburgh and that's a whole nother podcast as well um but it was like a fun it, it wasn't a bad it was a bad experience in the moment but now that i look back on it i think it it all worked out yeah do you I feel that agree. way too? Yeah, I I had the similar thought um, where when they were reaching out and everything, because I was like, okay, well, that's great, but I can't trust you now. And this is, again, in terms of money, a very expensive venture um, to be wishy-washy on. Right. And it's not like I had, again, I'm so sorry for those from Sweetbriar that are listening to this and you're hearing this now. <laughs> if you didn't know my opinion now, uh, then you certainly know it now. <laughs> But I wasn't attached to it because, again, it wasn't yeah. about being an all-girls school. It wasn't about, like, you know, the school itself. I just went there for an education um, in a place that would help financially. And now it was gone, and I hadn't thought much else about it. And honestly, when I made the move to Randolph, I thrived there. And I actually had, like, <sighs> it's hard to say now, like, looking back, because I know it's offensive to some people, but... I had a much better time. I felt more. And that's okay. Right. That's like, okay. I, if, if I had known, if I, if I hadn't put all my eggs in one basket, I probably would have gone to Randolph because I just had such a great experience and I thrived in the classes. Like I didn't thrive at Sweetbriar and then just overall had a wonderful experience there. And I'm so grateful to their teams of people that made the transfer possible at the time. And I know uh, there were quite a few people from Sweetbriar that also went there um and had a great time of course they missed Sweetbriar but for I'm assuming similar reasons they just didn't return because of you know whatever so you just totally cut out for me I don't know if it cut <laughs> out on the audio but like you were frozen for like a good oh, no. two minutes or so um I just had a really good experience there and I know yeah, a couple of yeah, other yeah. people transferred there as well and had a good experience there even though if, even if they did miss Sweetbriar like the school yeah. that we went to was just as good if not in my opinion a little bit better yeah um so yeah i, I think i mostly miss sweetbriar because it felt like home for me almost sure. like it yeah. i 
I had such a good network of people. I felt like I was, you know, I was in a community that accepted me and loved me. And like, you know, we, it, it just felt really good. And I was getting a great education. You know what I mean? Like it just, it was, it was like the opposite of all the terrible things that I didn't like about high school. It was like the opposite of that. And like, That's so good. good. Yeah. And so I think I just, that for emotionally it was hard, but like yeah. logically, I don't think I would have done anything different. I definitely wouldn't have, um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But which is good. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is like yeah. same sex education. Like when I was researching this episode, I was mm. trying to like find statistics on like why same sex education is like better. And, you know, overall educating women is a huge thing and it Correct. should be it should be promoted like we however i don't know if it's absolutely necessary to go to a gender specific school you know yeah i would agree i mean you have to think i know mean, you're going to get into the history here and um i will a little yeah. bit but i would have to say that obviously as times have changed a lot of women's rights have come to this current state where now women yeah. are voting and educated and all this other stuff um, and it is really powerful in society to have a group of educated people all around, no matter your gender or your identity, because you're all working towards the same goal, in my opinion. You're all supposed to be, you know, on the forefront of information and um, educating yourselves to better fit the society and better the society overall. So, Yeah, definitely. So um, do you want to take a break? Um yes i think yeah we should probably take a break we'll show you guys our new ad which is so exciting <laughs> um and then we will we'll start the second half hi kirsten hi blair do you have cats why yes i do then you should play mediocre content for your cats and why is that because it has been shown to soothe cats and reduce hairballs really Yes, in fact, I play mediocre content for my cats too. Mediocre content is for all pets. That's so great to know. I will play mediocre content for my cats right now. You should. Everyone should listen to mediocre content with their pets today. Mediocre content has not been shown to reduce hairballs or soothe any animals of any species. In fact, it's very probable to create the exact opposite effect. Please use caution while exposing your furry friends to mediocre content. It's also pretty dodgy for humans to listen at your own risk. Mediocre content is not responsible for any negative effects of podcast listening. And welcome back <laughs> we to the it. We Know Nothing show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, speaking of education, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like we're educated, but we know absolutely nothing. <laughs> How unfortunate. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. All right. So this part, we're going to talk about uh, the history of women co women's colleges in the U.S. Um, so... Fun fact, there is about 60 all women's colleges that are still operating today. Um, and then four all men's colleges. So it seems very disproportionate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no comment on that. I just, I'm just reading the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in the 1830s and 40s, there was a significant debate about whether women should be educated. Shocker. Um, 
1836, the first women's school, um, or the first women's schools to call themselves colleges were Georgia Female College. Um, and then that was, yeah, so obviously in Georgia. And then Mary Sharp College in Tennessee and Elmira College in New York. And those are like the first ones. Um, most sex schools at the time were catering to upper class students. Um, and then co-ed institutions were letting women in um, that and that catered more to the middle class. So if you were rich, you went to an all female school. And it, yeah. Um, so most of the women's colleges were created in the South during this time because women were less likely to be quote unquote led astray oh, <laughs> if they okay. were educated. Interesting so, concept. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'm just I'm gonna I think there might be some underlying sexism there. Just as just a little um, Do you think? Just a little a little bit, you know? Oh man. Picking up on picking up on that just a tad. Mm. Just a little. Um, so then the Civil War happened. Hmm. <laughs> Super fun. <laughs> I wasn't Great. there. I wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. Might be um, a tragic tragic uh, event. Yeah. Possibly. Hmm. Um, so all the Southern colleges were destroyed and it also bankrupted the South. So they kind of had to start over. And in the North, um, specifically where close to where um, Kirsten is living right now in the Northeast Ooh. part of the country, the seven sisters were born. And these are the seven all originally all female colleges that were sisters to the Ivy Leagues schools. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like Wellesley was with uh, the sister school to Harvard. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Smith was the sister school to MIT and wow. so on and so forth. There, there was a chart. I didn't include the chart for some reason. <laughs> Unhelpful. Um, yeah. And so all of and so let's see so vassar was ended up becoming co-ed radcliffe and but all of the other ones mount holyoke bernard Bryn Mawr, smith and wells wellesley which is instantly where hillary clinton went to college um they are all still all female okay okay all okay. right so after the seven sisters came into existence, there were several all women's colleges um, created mostly in the Northeast and the South until the 1930s. Hmm. And women's colleges have always prided themselves on rigorous curriculum, but have been criticized for their lack of STEM coursework, which I think we can kind of see a similarity with Sweetbriar a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, they they had a very new engineering program i think when we started in 2012 um but it was definitely like a liberal arts education right they really prided themselves on that i i think i have one comment on that <laughs> so the one thing that i noticed the most is the stems themselves had a lot to say about the other part of the non-stem offered courses yeah and that was one criticism i that i have is that like a lot of the times if you were in a stem related major like we were mm -hmm. we were in right mostly stem related majors you were right. a religion major though right 
Uh, yeah. So I was a religion major, but I was minoring in chemistry and right. bio. Right. So uh, you still got some of that. But I did think feel that uh, the STEMs had a lot to say about if you were actually a history major and were just trying to get your prerequisite in a biology yeah. class or if you were uh, like English or economic. Like they always yeah. had something to say if you were not majoring in a STEM, which I did not appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's valued. Like education should be valued across the board. I agree. You know? I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So traditionally, all women's colleges were liberal arts degrees. Um, I think a lot of, I mean, obviously it was rigorous, the curriculum. Like these are all very well-renowned schools. Um, but I think a lot of it was just because like in at the time, women were just going to go get married after this. Right. <laughs> and they weren't allowed to have like careers. actual careers. Um, so in 1960, women's college rapidly and it just continued to be a downtrend until the nineties because men, men's colleges admitting women and it became a ed environment. Um, <clears throat> so, um, so this is a quote from the article that I got this from and basically it just says social science research demonstrates that alumni of women's colleges even from those less prestigious institutions so not the seven sisters um include a greater of achievers than graduates from co-educational schools and especially in non-traditional fields scholars argue that superior mentoring and more supportive environment at a women's college account for this disparity thus while it is unlikely that women's colleges will be as will will be established is equally unlikely and undesirable that the remaining ones will disappear i like that i, I actually do like that because i think it's i despite my personal opinions i would agree that there was a lot of camaraderie and a lot of support systems available to those that wanted to be part of it like the yeah. tap clubs and things like that you you built yeah. a group and potentially across multiple fields because i know you were part of swim team but you were also part of some of the tap clubs so it was like yeah and i did know. choir and yeah. i did like a bunch of other stuff you know you it multiple was multiple support groups yeah exactly yeah. um I think it was as long as you were involved, you know, you kind of mm -hmm. developed this supportive right. environment for yourself. Um, but I, I just I liked that because it's kind of acknowledging the fact that like we may not be heading towards a boom of like all women's colleges, but I mm -hmm. I think they're valuable enough to stay. You know, yeah. I don't think we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I basically feel personally that it's a good like an all women's college is a good place to get an education um and a good environment for learning but it doesn't but co-ed schools you know for me it worked out really well but like mm -hmm. i think that i don't think they're better or co-ed schools it might even come down to like you know the the one that you go to right so like right if you're <clears throat> if you're at an all-girls school that maybe, you know, still maintains the value of overall education, that's great. But you could also go to a co-ed school that just, you know, is really crappy and doesn't <laughs> Right, doesn't exactly. You. Like for, exactly. for, for <clears throat> both genders, they just don't offer you what you need and it's not like a really empowering situation. So it could be, it could be either way. 
True. True. Yeah. yeah. So it's just about picking the college that's right for you. Yes, my cat just jumped <laughs> on the back of my chair. Holy crap, he came Rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he jumped from the other desk and oh just like God. came into frame. <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry. The void just like jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> the void is Salem. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry about that, guys. That's fine. That's hilarious. That's He's just happens. chilling on the back of my chair now. Like He's nothing's so wrong. Mm. <laughs> he said, yeah, he had something to say about the same oh situation. Um. But yeah, so a good environment for learning is good no matter what institution you go to, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so just a recommendation if anyone wants to learn or absorb some media on this topic, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, Mona Lisa's Smile is a really great movie. I don't know, have you seen it? I haven't, no. Okay, it's a really great movie. Um, Julie Roberts is the main character. I do love her. Um, but there's like a ton of other really good um, women actresses or actresses. I don't, women actresses is redundant, but either way, yeah. um, actresses in there. Um, and the premise of the movie is that there, Julia Roberts is an art teacher and she goes to go teach at Wellesley, mm -hmm. um, which is sister school to Harvard, as we as we said. Um, and all of these girls are basically, this is, it takes place in the fifties. All of these girls are basically just getting their ed education and then just going to get married to a Harvard man and then mm. being the head of the household. Right. Mm. And so Julia Roberts character tries to impart on them that this is, it's more than that. You know, you can, you're going to one of the best institutions, like educational institutions in the world. You should really capitalize on that opportunity blah 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 and so over it's a really good it's a really just a really fun fun movie i think that's one thing perhaps that i can say pro gender school particularly when it comes to women is i think during that time period women maybe thought or were led to believe that they could not be successful in a career for whatever reason like whatever yeah. stupid misogynistic reason that was being thrown around right so sure I think it's important in that sense to make sure that women that do attend all women's colleges do feel empowered to pursue whatever career path or educational mm -hmm. path that they have in mind and to know that your gender does not define your success you define your success in that role so i would say that is important particularly for women who have been led to believe for many many years that they cannot or should not be successful in those areas correct yeah so, i agree i yeah. agree um so yeah just a fun movie recommendation if you guys if you guys want that um and then i literally have nothing else after that is this bad <laughs> is this a bad episode i don't know no, i don't think so i i mean we could talk for hours about our own experiences and about gender schools and things like that but i think also um perhaps thinking about um you know, identifying as just different genders and how that affects things, because even that has its place as well. And yes, you know, trying to make sure that we're being conscious of those changes in society and right. what that brings to the table. And I um, thought about I thought about that going into this topic because I was like, yeah. well, where do all the gender neutral people fit right. in? Or like, exactly. you know, not everyone fits in just to the two categories. And so right. I kind of I I didn't see a whole lot of information on that or no nobody 
that's like yeah that i've seen or that I find really like brought that up um so yeah that is an interesting question and i know that i know for a fact that there are places in women's colleges for lbgtq mm-hmm. people I mean, we certainly um, had tons we yeah i know at, at like Sweeper, we were so. exactly exactly so i think there's definitely a safe space for them um yeah for sure like in in a women's college i just yeah. don't yeah it's just yeah i can't speak on that because it's not my experience it's not mine either but i do think it's a conversation that if there are you know, I'm, obviously there's tons of women's colleges that are still in effect and even men's colleges, right? So mm-hmm. there, um, if there's not, there certainly should be conversations about that and how that works into this new kind of society that, you know, has those those questions on the table right. about, absolutely. you know, especially, you know, for those that may have transitioned and they're trying to find a place and they're trying to feel, you know, like they can go and be educated just as well as anybody else um, exactly. in those environments and in an environment where they want to feel safe right. in their new gender identity or what have you. So I think it's definitely a conversation to have. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, that's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful way to wrap up. the. I, <laughs> Despite my opinions, I had a good time with this one. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, I did too. I'm still like, I was, <sighs> I still have a lot of emotions about <laughs> this whole thing um, because it was it's just fine. so dr- it was so unnecessarily dramatic for us. I think <laughs> and um, that's why I didn't want to go. <laughs> I did truly, I did truly enjoy my experience yeah. at an all female college, and um, I think it's it's just something to consider. You don't, yeah. it's it's it shouldn't be ruled out. You know, no, if you're looking agree. for a college, you can get a really great education. Mm-hmm. So. It's just something I think that should be promoted, but also, but not like, you know, shoved in people's faces. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, not, and make sure the packaging is clear because obviously <laughs> some people, <laughs> some people don't read They just, <laughs> they just they go for it. They're like, this is pink. I like pink. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's part of, part of the reason. <laughs> um, but with that, uh, we'd love to know your opinions on this topic or yeah. others you know um so feel free to send us a email at mediocre content podcast at gmail.com or like Blair mentioned before we now have an Instagram and a Twitter which is great so uh Twitter we're at mediocre squawks and on Instagram I think we're just mediocre content podcast um, we are which is is super super simple so look for us on there as well yeah we post some dank memes (laughs) (laughs) we're trying (laughs) anyway Um, And with that, I guess we'll see you next week this time. (laughs) So bi-weekly is no longer a thing. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. I'm so excited. Cheers. Cheers.